at City of Hope, its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. City of Hope has one of the most influential metabolic disease research programs in the world. Our scientists' work have revolutionized the understanding and treatment of these diseases and continues today with exciting developments. My guest today is Dr. Sanjay Avasti. He's a professor in the Department of Diabetes and Metabolic Disease Research and a professor in the Department of Medical Oncology and Therapeutics Research at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Avasti. Tell us a little bit about metabolism and metabolism metabolic disorders in general? Well, um, the condition metabolic syndrome is a very common condition across the world. Uh, it has uh, increased in incidence uh, very significantly as uh, our population uh, here and across the world really has grown more obese. Um, it uh, is characterized by um, uh, elevated blood pressure um, and insulin resistance. Um, insulin resistance is a condition where um, insulin doesn't have as uh, as good an effect on the liver or muscles or um, the fat uh, as it should, and um, as a result, uh, uh, multiple. Abnormalities occur. Uh, these uh, include an, uh, either an elevated blood sugar or um, uh, abnormal uh, glucose tolerance tests, and it's uh, very frequently associated with um, uh, hypercholesterolemia, that is elevated cholesterol, elevated triglycerides, um, high levels of LDL, the bad cholesterol, low levels of HDL which is a good cholesterol, and um, a variety of other things that that we can measure, like uh, people with metabolic syndrome often have uh, increase in size of their abdominal girth. Um, and they have uh, high levels of fat uh, in the uh, uh, abdomen that surrounds their intestines, which is one of the best ways of knowing that... Uh, patient may have metabolic syndrome. Um, they have high levels of fat sometimes in the liver. Um, often we find uh, patients uh, who've had a CAT scan for another reason that have a fatty liver. And these are pretty good markers of patient having uh, insulin resistance. Um, and probably a, a uh, underlying uh, cause, if you will, is the presence of excess uh, inflammation. It's not clear whether the inflammation is the cause or the result of the metabolic syndrome, but it's uh, certainly associated with it. And um, it, metabolic syndrome often transitions into type 2 diabetes. And uh, the reason why it's important is because it's uh, it increases your risk of uh, cardiovascular death um, very significantly um, and probably also increases the risk for certain kinds of cancers um, and often is associated with a variety of other inflammatory disorders uh, like joint inflammation or um, 
a tendon or uh, a muscle inflammation, a variety of other inflammatory conditions that either are caused by or a cause of uh, the metabolic syndrome. So with the obesity epidemic that we've got going on in this country, Dr. Avasti, who is most at risk and what do you want them to know about metabolic diseases such as diabetes and thyroid disorders and things that if there is any prevention available or lifestyle modification behaviors, things you want them to know? Well, the most important thing is um, control of caloric intake. Uh, eating too much is and probably the most important and modifiable variable. Um, and the second is, of course, exercise. Uh, many studies have shown that um, um, eating less and doing more exercise uh, causes improvement in uh, the overall condition of metabolic syndrome. It can lower your blood pressure. It can lower your total cholesterol, it can increase your HDL cholesterol and lower your LDL cholesterol. Um, there are other lifestyle modifications that are um, uh, uh, less uh, important but um, can play a role in many people. Um, uh, the uh, Things uh, such as eating while you're stressed, eating while you're standing, eating excessive amounts of uh, omega-6 fatty acid-containing foods, um, having a large amount of fat in the diet. Um, these are also factors that that patients can modify, and certainly. One of the most important really is uh, stopping smoking because uh, smoking is associated with something called oxidative stress, uh, which is an underlying uh, factor in uh, insulin resistance and the inflammation that occurs in metabolic syndrome. So when we're talking about metabolic diseases, can they lead to cancer? Is there a link between metabolic diseases and cancer? Well, epidemiologically, uh, across populations, yes. Um, uh, the uh, cancers such as uh, breast cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer uh, have been clearly linked uh, uh, to um the presence of metabolic syndrome. Again, it is not exactly clear whether a tenden tendency to malignancy caused by, let's say, smoking uh, leads to uh, metabolic disease or whether a metabolic disease or metabolic syndrome uh, actually increases the risk of cancer. Uh, one thing is quite clear is that uh, many of the same factors that predisposed metabolic syndrome are also things that predispose cancer. So they do tend to go to, you know, to go together. So tell us a little bit about thyroid disorders and how they can lead to to obesity and what can be done about those. Is this a lifestyle thing or does this generally need treatment? Well, thyroid dis disorders can affect the entire metabolism. Um, it can 
increase or decrease metabolism um, and uh, may be a contributor, though probably relatively minor in terms of uh, the sort of etiology of metabolic syndrome. But um, recently there's been a lot of interest in uh, a variety of uh, small proteins uh, called peptides that control your appetite and control uh, satiety, the feeling of being full after eating. And um, these uh, are revolutionary findings over the last uh, couple of decades uh, that have implicated um, the brain or the hypothalamus and the connection between the intestine and the hypothalamus. And the intestine connection is... uh, uh, is particularly important and is going to be increasingly important as we uh, realize uh, how certain bacteria that live in your intestines are a, uh, a cause of uh, inflammation that can uh, lead to metabolic syndrome. Uh, thyroid disease itself um, is um, uh, likely not a direct uh, cause of metabolic syndrome. In just the last few minutes, Dr. Avasti, if you would, please give us sort of your horizon picture. Tell us what's going on in the world of metabolic disease and what do you see happening for the future? What kind of research are you doing at City of Hope? My research is uh, involving um, uh, metabolic uh, pathways uh, that Uh, metabolize um, poisons or toxins, particularly those that generate from the omega-6 fatty acids. And um, I've been working on this for the last 30 years and have worked on a variety of enzymes in these pathways and um, uh, discovered a few years ago that uh, One of the proteins of this pathway that's present on the cell membrane, on the outside of the cell, um, has a a crucial role in both uh, the cancer as well as conditions such as obesity and uh, metabolic syndrome. Um, So uh, the protein I work on is called RALBP1, and uh, we have shown that uh, blocking this protein has beneficial effects in metabolic syndrome, and uh, blocking it actually causes uh, a regression or disappearance of cancers in a variety of uh, um, animal models of uh, cancer. Uh, the um, I, I made um, some mice, they're called knockout mice, that don't have this gene and um, they uh, are very resistant uh, to diabetes and metabolic syndrome and are extremely resistant to cancer. And so we have seen in recent studies that we can um, have beneficial effects on both cancer and metabolic syndrome simultaneously that are involved in this as well. That is so exciting. What exciting research you're doing. Thank you so much, Dr. Avasti. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. 